Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Happy hump day, one and all. Hey, we made it to the end of January. Today is January 31st. Which means dry January is over, and tomorrow liquor sales start to skyrocket around the world. Yeah, dry January is over after today. The, the gyms will probably start to thin out after today. Um, not true if you watch the news this morning. Mm, Most people recover from the holidays in the month of January, and February 1st is actually the new January. Really? The month of February will be when your gyms get crowded again and people start making that dedicated run. Hmm. Of course, Friday's a big day, it being Groundhog Day and all. We like to celebrate Groundhog Day. Punxsutawney Phil. We right? are Punxsutawney Phil. You know, we're, we're, we're turning the corner. I always look forward to that last few days in January where we officially start seeing sunsets after 5. I think sunset yesterday oh, yeah. was 5.02, if I'm not mistaken. I, I believe you're correct, So we're like on the other side of 5 o'clock, and the 10 shortest daylight hours, daylight hour weeks of the year are behind us, you know, as we inch towards yeah. the equinox on March 21st. So I, 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 you could start, like, see the light at the end of the tunnel. And knock on wood, let's hope uh, we keep it continue. But the, the mild temperatures will be here for about the next okay. week or so. so. The light at the so end we're in good shape right now. The light at the end of the tunnel never kind of dictates to me on the turn of January into February, but when it's football's over. Mm. When football's over, it used to coincide with the end of January. But now that they've extended the playoffs, they put another team in there, they've extended the season. Now I can extend that out to after February 11th, take my deep breath and know, yeah. all right. Things will be better here soon. It sort of helps that the football season gets pushed back. Yes. That, that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like and all of a sudden, football will be over and it'll be and, Valentine's and, Day. We're like, oh, all right. Eventually, when they claim all of all of February, February, yeah. then it'll really get pushed back. And that's yeah. the way it needs to be. Yeah. So, you know, good. Hey, we're here to give off positive vibes. That's that's what we do, Yurko. Positive I lo- vibes. I, I love it. I, I love it. That's what I'm here for. I am now on the sunrise in sunset tables, you know that. Of course. I don't even know why I bother bringing it up. Because I'm here for you. That's why. I want to talk to you about ticket prices real quick. Right. I got a lot to throw at you in, in the audience today, in the Black and Abdallah. I mean, look at this stack of stuff over here. Well, it's a good thing, Carm. It is a good thing. I want to talk it, to you about it, ticket prices. It's a good thing. What about ticket the price? cheapest sir? resale ticket known as uh, in the biz as the get-in The get-in price. For Super Bowl twenty four, according to SeatGeek, is nine thousand eight hundred and five dollars. The average resale ticket price, including fees, is a whopping twelve thousand eighty two dollars. That is a thirty six percent twelve thousand increase in the average ticket price of Super Bowl tickets last year, with less than two weeks to go before the big game. Tomorrow, we'll talk to Todd Furman live in Vegas, as we do every Thursday. And he'll tell us about what's happening in his hometown now. Right. And, and, and how he's going to sort of attack Super Bowl festivities if he's staying as far away as possible, if he's going to go to a few parties here and there, if he avoids the strip altogether, but just what the pulse and the vibe of the town is like. My dad's in Vegas right now. We should get the old man on and talk partying? to him. Partying? Let's get him no. on. partying. My dad's 75. Doesn't partying. mean he can't enjoy a little something or another. 
Where is he heading? My dad's retired, but he's still consults. Spearman Rhino. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? He's got to close business, right? You got to consult. You got to close business. Sometimes the best business is done in some of those establishments. My dad is retired, but he still does like a little consulting for some, you know, for a handful of people. And sure. And he's had some. I don't know what. I don't know what specifically the trade show is. My dad was in the wholesale liquor business for a long time. I. And don't make any jokes. I'm not. Okay? I'm, I'm you guys, I, you know, don't be insulting. I, I'm not saying anything. Uh, so my the old man's no in, in Vegas. Right? No the old man's no in Vegas for like some trade show. Can you imagine my dad at Spearmint Rhino? I don't even want to think oh, about yeah, that. I can imagine Sweet Lou there. You He's bet. 75. Yeah. I can see him. Hey, Mercedes, come on down. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. we should. Uh, What's this? I should. I'll text Come him. Come on and, over uh, here to the Italian stallion. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. Italian stallion. My dad can't sit down on a couch without falling asleep. <laughs> Italian stallion. He'd go sit on the lounge and he'd be asleep in lounge. four minutes. Either way, he's out. You know, there. yeah, he's there. He's in Vegas. I, we should, I should ask him. I'll text him and see so, if it's is already he getting the, crazy. Is he, is he at the Luxor? He is not at the Luxor. He's staying on the strip. I don't want to say which hotel my dad's staying in, but he's staying. On the strip. Are you ashamed? Well, I don't want him. I don't want people. Who's going to call him? I, Sylvie. Because right. if Sylvie's listening, Sylvie you. might call and like crank call my dad. Give me like, something. It might happen. Give me something that's in the vicinity of where he's yeah, staying. Think about uh, the hangover. Hey, I just gave it away. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Don't you go don't on. call my old man and bust his balls. Okay. Yeah. Is he in the tower? Leave him alone. Which was but, he at? Uh, I I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like how if it's already getting kind of crazy. If he feels the vibe of it already or not. We'll talk to Furman tomorrow. But the ticket prices are through the roof. Uh, and I look, I think there are a lot of factors that we kind of touched on yesterday. You've got historic teams. You've got a rematch of a Super Bowl that took place just a few short years ago. You've got the biggest name in the game right now, probably in Mahomes, right, Yerk? Yeah. He, he oh, surpassed Brady as the biggest name in the game, right, if, in terms of active players. Yeah, well, well, because he's active. Yes. Yeah, that's what he's I mean. Surpassed like, Brady. Yes, absolutely. You got absolutely. the biggest player in the game. You got two historic franchises. You got a bunch of star players. He, I, he's won some Super Bowls. He's been he, to Super Bowls. One hundred percent. You know the Taylor Swift thing. I don't know how much it'll impact attendance. It's going to impact viewership. Probably. I don't. I don't think it has too much of a. I, I think the Super Bowl sells out. Of course. Well, I mean, come on. Well, I mean, then what are we even talking about attendance for? Yeah. I think the people... No, I'm saying ticket prices. I just mean in demand. Oh, yeah. in ticket pure, price. In absolutely. pure demand. Well, this well, is the most expensive. Ticket prices have been double. Ever. They've been yeah. double, yeah. yeah. They're double what they were before. SeatGeek thinks a lot of that is because of Vegas as right. well. Sure. It is in Las Vegas. They were saying if Detroit got there, it'd be even higher. Because Detroit's never been. Right, because those fans have never spent money on playoff tickets, and they've got so many savings. Correct. It's unbelievable. Correct. Yeah. Because so, they've never had to buy playoff tickets before. Maybe That's right. Maybe tickets go down. Maybe they stay here. Maybe they even go up a little. But it's going to be some of the highest ticket prices ever paid for any sporting event, um, Super Bowl or otherwise. Viewership's probably going to be the highest ever. I think Sailor Swift has more of an impact on that than what the ticket price and attendance is going to be at the Super Bowl. And then I want to talk to you about ticket prices here tonight on the campus of Northwestern. Welsh Ryan Arena. University of Iowa girls basketball, women's basketball team is here. Iowa versus Northwestern. Caitlin Clark is in town. And University of Iowa finished second last year to LSU in, uh, that's the, in the national championships. My good friend Andy Hedinga, who is an Iowa alum, so is his wife. They're a big Iowa fan. Andy Hedinga. They're a big Iowa fan. Right. So I bust their balls a lot, obviously. Where My did, youngest uh, brother's also an where, Iowa Where grad. did Andy matriculate in high school? Uh, LT. Lions Township. Yes. Local product then by you. Yes. He is taking his daughter, who's my daughter's age. She plays basketball. D1 
Do you know what he paid for tickets tonight? Um, I, it, it's a women's basketball game. Uh, usually those run about $24. I'm betting you he paid about 80 bucks. What is a men's basketball a game in, in, in Northwestern? Triple, triple what he would pay. $500. Five hundred. He paid five hundred for the women's basketball game. dollars. Well, I, I don't know what a men's basketball game goes it for. To answer that question, eight ninety five. Yeah, eight dollars and ninety five cents. That'd be my guess. Yeah. Well, five hundred dollars. Well, Good for Caitlin Clark. Yeah, to have that kind of power. Abdallah was looking before the show. I can get you in. Listen next, to this. I can get you in. Hold on. First, I can get you in next week. <laughs> next week. Wednesday night, February 7th. <laughs> Where Nebraska at? at Northwestern. Sixth row. Okay. Okay. All right. 200 level. So you're up at sixth okay. row, 200 level. Men's team. Okay. All right. Men's team or women's team? Men's team. Men's team. Seven okay. bucks. Seven dollars. Seven dollars. Seven dollars. Okay. Seven dollars. Five hundred dollars. Abdallah was For checking tonight. ticket prices. Go ahead, Adam. If you want... Uh, to get in tonight, section 108, 108. So you're in the middle. You're like center court. Okay, center court. 14. This is the cheapest ticket on there. That's not standing room only. Okay, so this is the least expensive ticket that is not standing room not at Wells Ryan tonight. It is yeah. a sellout, right? Yes, it is a sellout. Okay. Section 108, row 14. Five hundred and thirty-three dollars each. Each. Good for Caitlin Clark. That's a flex. If I was a father going to that game, I would go there. Oh, at approximately 10 minutes before tip-off, and then sit to see if the price falls. Now, just because it's sold out doesn't mean every ticket is sold. The secondary market has some of those seats. They hold on to those, They right? will hold on to them until the event gets closer and closer and closer and closer. And then they're offloading? I would check then 10 minutes before. Okay. And if not, then I'd take my daughter over to a local restaurant, and we'd watch the watch game there. Watch the game there. Yeah. That's not bad advice, Not a bad actually. idea. I mean, if you're trying to get the best price. If you're, getting the, if you're looking for the best price, I think Yurko just nailed it. If, if your I'm, budgetary concerns are real. If, like, on a whim tonight, you're like, oh, wow, Caitlin Clark's in town. My daughter would love to go yeah. see Caitlin Clark in yeah. Iowa. I think Yurko just gave you the best advice. How about the theoretical best game on the Big Ten slate tonight? It's a Northwestern at Purdue, men's basketball. What's that ticket? Northwestern at Purdue. Good question. Men's basketball. Zach Eady and the boys. You know, Northwestern, Chris, uh, Chris Collins is, uh, I think, at 14 and 5. They've got a couple big wins this year. I know uh, they do they, at home. They had a couple big be, wins at home. Might even be 15 and 5 now. They beat Illinois at home. Who, didn't they beat another they, good team yeah, at home here? They just played again. I think they won that game. I think they're 15 and 5 going in tonight. Against the mighty Purdue Boilermakers. Cheapest ticket in the, uh, so they don't have a 200 level. They do like single digits. Right. In their, quote, 100 level. And their 100 level is actually their 200 level. So section 108, which would normally be like 208, uh, $67 each. See, I mean, what a deal. It's unbelievable. What a deal. Imagine if Caitlin Clark was playing in that game. Unbelievable. Driving on Zach Eady. Unbelievable. That'd be a game. That, I think that'd be one hell of a matchup. Um, but there you go. There's the Big Ten men's basketball game. The demand just not there right now. But for so Caitlin Clark, Clark coming to town one one time a year. Yeah, so eh, it's something to do. Northwestern is fifteen and five. Yes, uh, they knocked off Illinois. Yep, tenth ranked team in the country. They just beat Nebraska. They beat Ohio State. Ohio State uh, over the weekend. They beat Ohio State. Oh, they already played uh, Purdue once. They beat Purdue on December first. Did you know that? Yes, I did. They beat Purdue and oh, that's right. That was Purdue was number one, right? Yeah, and now it's the rematch. You know where the rematch is, right? It's at Purdue. Uh huh. Yeah, because they beat them up in Evanston. Is that's right. Team? So they beat number ten Illinois right. and they beat number one. Uh, and now Purdue. they're number two. They're number two Purdue. 
They're number two Purdue. Right Northwestern now. does have a crappy loss on their uh, on their uh, thing. Help me because I don't follow it that closely. Look like, at, is, look at one they of their lost five to Nebraska. Losses. Is Nebraska still terrible? No, no. Go go down even further. Uh, up, up they have further. a they have a loss. Um, to Chicago State. Remember that one? There you yeah, go. Yeah, to Chicago State. That's the one that they've got to overcome with victories against Purdue and victories against Illinois and yeah. other teams, you know, for their Ken Palm. For their Ken Palm. Ken Palm. You we got to start thinking about Ken Palm. Well, we the- got time, Carmen. Right about the turn of the month, February 28th, when we get 38 more minutes of, of uh, sunlight right. on the back right. end, when the sun starts to set at 540, that's when we need to become concerned about it. All right. At that point in time. Yeah, I have to wait till after the Super Bowl. Then I start watching college hoops. Because you know what day is, is selection Sunday, right? The, the 17th. That, oh, St. Paddy's. March 17th, St. Paddy's Day. You may not be in any condition whatsoever to be cognizant of what is or what is not happening on selection Sunday. Oh, so the 16th will be a bloodbath. Yeah. And then the 17th is St. Paddy's Day. Absolutely. The Southside Irish Parade, that's still happening, right? Uh, they still do the Southside Irish. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Good luck. And then uh, the, the Equinox is uh, Thursday the 21st. And right. so that means that the tournament kicks off this year on the 21st. Yes, it does. All right. Awesome. And uh, when do we spring ahead, Carm? You haven't even thought about that. Uh, that, I believe, is the 10th. March of, yeah, March 10th. March 10th. Or Sunday, March 10th. Right there. Yeah. We, so uh, there we you go. I mean, ahead. We are, we are set now. We're getting now. there, folks. We're getting We've there. We've got all our time set right now. With everything that's happening for the month of February going into March, nobody should be unaware of when the time changes, how much more daylight we're going to have. All that stuff has been given to you here by the Carmen and Yurko Show. And you ask why we're the best in the business, why we're phenomenal. This is why. This is what we do. Not only do we tell you what's happening in the sporting world and give you information and educate you about the great game of football and all other games that involve sticks, balls, pucks, and everything else. Sticks, balls, and pucks. Yeah, sticks, balls, and pucks. Sticks, balls, and pucks. Guys, in the last week or so, Yurko, you may have already said this, but in the last week or so, we crossed over... Five o'clock for sunset. Right, we did. We, I think like three like, days ago we officially crossed yeah, over. Because like today's five oh three. So like, you, isn't it crazy how much of a difference the four o'clock sunsets feel to the once we're in the five o'clock hour? And, and now it's remarkable, especially on days where we do have some sun. Like at five thirty, they're still a little bit on the horizon. You yeah. know, it's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And it, oh, yeah. it does make a big difference. Yeah, You're does. right. Especially for a curmudgeon, a curmudgeon like Carmen. Yeah, I need the this sun. Guy, without sun, like <laughs> those eight, nine days, we didn't have sun. I, it, this guy was like glum. We're yeah, never going to make it. It affects me. Like, oh, it truly I know. does. I'm sorry. It just does. You remember glum from of course. Gulliver's Travels? Of course. It really does affect me in a negative way. Yeah. I, I, it's, I can't help it. You're tough to be around sometimes. I don't think that's true. No, I'm being it, honest it, it with does you. affect me. It's like, I mean, man, you smell good, but listen, thanks. you're tough to be. You're, you're just your... You're you're uh, oh you're, you're exaggerating. You're your being winter a, persona. You're being a jerk. No, your winter but persona. I, it, it definitely affects me. Yeah, it does. And well, I can't help it if I sense it. Oh, stop it! I try to cheer you up. I try to entertain. You, do you want to know? I make fart noises by my desk. Do you want to know something affected me yesterday? Listening to Waddle and Sylvie. I, I, I mean, I. Well, me too. So I just turned it off. <laughs> just kidding. It's a joke. Go ahead, send you something. Tea. Really affected me yesterday, and I and I, I was like. I, why am I surprised? But I really couldn't believe it. I'll tell you about that coming up next. Plus, Black and Abdallah had a conversation on their show. That also didn't affect me, but I was very interested in last night. 
I want to react to a couple of those things. Courtney Cronin will join us later in the show. She'll pop on at about 135-312-332-3776. Ring us up. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Some NFL news. Remember, there were two jobs still open, Seattle and Washington. It's down to one. Seattle has its new coach, and it's Baltimore, D.C., Mike McDonald. You talk about a meteoric rise. In 2020, he was a linebackers coach here. Then he went, he was with Baltimore. Then he went with brother Jim to Michigan. Right. And then spent, is it the last two years? 2022 and 2023. I think the last two years back with John in Baltimore. 36, youngest head coach in the league. Congrats to Mike McDonald. Yep. He was with Baltimore uh, since 2014. And then in 2021, left for one year, came back and was their defense coordinator. There you go. Yeah. He was a he was a position coach in four years ago. He's 36. That's awesome. Good for him. You know, I I gravitate and lean if I were in order towards offense, but you know, you look at D'Amico Ryan's. Hopefully it works with this kid because he seems super bright and his defense was really good. Even you know, look, you could kind of nitpick some things in those first couple of drives. I get it. You can. That defense was still pretty good in the title game. You know, you hope it's not Brandon Staley because, boy, Brandon Staley was a hot name and had a meteoric rise, too, and learned under one of the best in Vic Fangio. And well, it just crashed and burned in L.A. So I, I hope for better for Mike McDonald. Maybe he more follows the D'Amico Ryan path. D'Amico Ryan's path, we'll see. But I mean, you're listening. Ryan says it's good because he's got C.J. Stroud. Your too. law of averages, you know, 32-team league. 16 teams finish well, and 16 teams don't finish as well. Yeah. And of those 16, only 14 make the playoffs now. And most of those times, most of that time, that's the hapless team that finds a way to win at the end. Yep. And come the second or third week of the playoff system, they're nowhere to be found. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's what you got to overcome. And that's what you got to find a way uh, to get through. Yeah. Now, here you got a new quarterback as a defensive guy coming in. Who's he going to hand the offense to? I don't know, because Shane and Waldron's gone. What's he a believer in? Is he a believer in Geno Smith? Or is he a believer in something else? Good question. And are you in a position to do anything? Or are you stuck? Something, sometimes it's uh, nothing worse in the world than get to an organization where you might want to do something, and now you're stuck with what they have. Good call. And now you got to maximize what you do have. So there's the breaking news this hour in the NFL. And it's just Washington, right, boys? That's it? And commanders just searching the commanders. because... You know, Ben Johnson's staying, and Bobby Slowick is staying down in Houston. So is Belichick still not going to get a job? I'm telling you, it's not ideal. Wild. Well, the Washington might have to go back to him. Pretty wild. Okay, so yesterday I'm driving and listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Right. We played the game last week. Pat, It's based off something Pat the Designer asked you on the Bears podcast. That's right. All the players on Championship Sunday minus the quarterbacks, obviously. Who would you take? Remember we played that game? Yeah, my least quarterbacks. We Who talked you about, you know, I went with Nick Bosa. I we, said Chad Hutchinson. You said, you said uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. Who's Chad Hutchinson? The, the former Bears quarterback. Yeah, I got you. Aiden you said Aiden Hutchinson. You know, we talked about Panay Sewell, Amon Ross St. Brown, Debo Samuel, guys like that. Right. Good list of guys. Right. Right. Because, you know, you obviously have to take the quarterback out of it. Otherwise, it's too obvious. Yesterday, they didn't take the quarterback out of it. They said any player, 
regardless of contract, regardless anywhere of contract, yeah, any player on the two Super Bowl teams, anywhere, no, on the two Super Bowl teams. Oh, okay. It's the most obvious question ever. You would think it's Patrick Mahomes, and and they didn't go ten for ten. Somebody had the nerve to call up and say Brandon Ayuk, the gumption. Well, that's a Justin Fields supporter that wants to bring a wide receiver in to help Justin Fields. I mean, you can understand that. I can. You don't have to agree with it, Carm, but could you understand it? No. Okay. That's how much of a Patrick Patrick Mahomes supporter you are. How much of a Patrick Mahomes supporter I am? Yeah, you are. You support Patrick Mahomes. You believe statistically of all the options that you would have that Patrick Mahomes is the only answer to that said question. Who would you take? I told you already, Patrick Mahomes. What is the only acceptable answer? Patrick Mahomes to okay, me. So stop playing games. I'm not playing yes, games. That's exactly what I you're doing. I said Patrick Mahomes. I said you're a supporter of Patrick Mahomes. I'm trying to give the other side of the, the argument. Other, there is no other side. I'm trying to give it anyway, though, Carl. There is no other side. Only, only what you call it, still believe in absolutes, okay? <laughs> only Siths. Siths. Only Siths believe in absolutes, no, Carl. This is an absolute. I, it, I, it might be. I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, Harm. wait, you're not. I'm you're like, you, you're offering up Mahomes regardless. Of, and Waddle was so funny. He's like, yeah. regardless of contract, Waddle goes, if I have to play defense with nine guys, yep. I'll take Patrick Mahomes in his contract. 99.9%. Tell me that he's 99.9% the answer. And I'll agree with you. But you got to give me the Brandon, 0.01%. You, you got to give me the 0.01%. Like, what league... Are people watching if they call and offer up any other name than Patrick Mahomes? What could you possibly be watching? You can replace one player, one a player. straight swap, regardless of contract. And we can't get 10 calls to say, duh, Patrick Mahomes. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do, Carm? But then, like Sylvia always says, if you call, if you ask for 10 calls and say, is water wet, you'll get one knucklehead that yeah. says no. No. So I guess I shouldn't give be you surprised. The metric, the metric is of water, water wet or does yeah. it make things wet? Yeah. All right, Abdallah. No, but is it wet or does it make things wet? <laughs> In its property is water. Is water right, Let me think of something wet? else, Adam. Let me think of something else. Hold on. You're two uh, parts hydrogen, one part <laughs> oxygen. Is it really wet? Is the surface of the sun hot? Now, again, you're going to be like, well, actually, the core is hot and the surface isn't it quite Technically, as hot. it's a gas star, so it doesn't really have a surface. <laughs> That's true. So technically, well done. Well it done. doesn't. Is the gaseous sur- uh, uh, area uh, yeah, of, of, the, of the yeah. sun hot? I mean, I mean why like, does this bother you? <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, wait a minute. How we, could you not believe it? I, I, Chris, You've heard the calls on this station. Yeah, there's idiots born every minute. But but, but I'm sure there's one on line three right now that probably wants to argue this very point with you. Not going to call him out by name, but he's on line three. I'm just saying you hear oh, the calls each I, and every day. I see him. I see him. <laughs> I, play door one or door two with, I, with a couple of them. I, there were two guys, actually. One guy said Chris Jones. One guy said Brandon Ayuk. I was like, and then somebody tried to get cute with the contract thing and it was Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey's awesome. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Creed Humphrey is awesome, but I'll find Creed Humphrey in the second round. I mean, come on. 
Like, stop being cute. If you could replace one player regardless of contract, who would it be? That's not a question. what, what, What are people watching? What is happening in the world? We'll get to skinny sandwiches later, too. That's something from Black and Abdallah last night. Wait till we go into skinny Can sandwiches. Can you believe that? I, that's another thing I can't believe. Skinny sandwiches. Now they're just cutting sandwiches in half, calling it a skinny sandwich. <laughs> that's not a skinny sandwich. You're cutting a sandwich in half. I right. Think anybody, and your goal will know this because I don't think anybody eats more pot bellies than I do than, than I know. Whoa, than whoa, girl. whoa. We weren't naming names. Well, let's name names. No. Well, if you get a, <laughs> a, a skinny sandwich, these, these corporations need to be dragged out in the middle of the street and, uh, and, what? and, and paraded around and for the, the scam artists that they are. Chris is ordering a skinny sandwich. He said all they did was give me a half a sandwich. Well, I thought, that's not a skinny no, sandwich. I skinny sandwich when they did that they gutted yeah, the middle they, of it that's thank you right yeah, yes, they that's the yes. yeah they got the middle of it but not anymore apparently apparently it's just a half sandwich now they're cutting it about a half sandwich well then oh, somebody well, doesn't understand what a skinny sandwich is that's thank what I you said. I thank like, you i didn't order a half sandwich i ordered a skinny sandwich that's, what the hell's going on well, then what's happening in the world they're cutting your skinny sandwich in half people are taking brandon Ayuk over patrick mahomes what could possibly be going on I mean, is it really is is Armageddon? Is the is the apocalypse happening? Is the is is the pale horse coming? Yeah, a I, I, I half sandwich is a half sandwich. I, I looked up and behold, a pale horse. By the way, and its name that said on him was death, and hell yeah. followed with him. And and your authentic deli sandwiches from Italia. When they get the big piece of bread and they slice it in half, they do gut. They got it. They do. They, they got, got the it. one side. Yeah. They got the one side. They usually got one to side. put all the stuff in the mortadella. Well, because it's a better vessel. The, the that bo- way. Yeah, of course it is. The buffalo cheese yeah. in there, you know. Yeah. The buffalo mozzarella. Uh, uh, your arugula, right? Because they love the arugula. They the love peppers the peppers. And yeah, and then the salami comes in. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. Maybe yeah, some artichoke right. hearts. But, I mean, you can't cut a sandwich in half and say it's a skinny sandwich. Yeah. That, that's that's no. not what you're ordering. No, it's a half a sandwich. <sighs> I don't know. I'd be livid. I go, who the hell said this? <laughs> that's what I said. Sandwich. Black said they get, they're cutting a sandwich in half. I'm like, wait, what? That ain't right. That's not the way they started it. <laughs> Can I get a real skinny sandwich? They give you a quarter of <laughs> a sandwich. I want a real skinny uh, is the pale horse coming, and is the apocalypse quarter, upon quarter, us? Quarter of a sandwich, $12. I think it might be. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. I think they're talking soccer over there. Yurko Mevdala and... Black and Yurko are talking soccer, and he's asking about Kovacic. Well, we're looking at J.J. Uh, Watt, who's got his Burnley chapeau on. Yeah. And Burnley takes on Manchester City today. Mm. And Erling Holland is back after an early season injury. Okay. Kevin De Bruyne is back, the Belgian. He's back after being sidelined for an extended period of time. So we're just wondering what the starting lineups are going to look like with both of those individuals back. Okay, that's a big game today between those two sides. Uh, it's EPL no, game. I mean it's it's, it's a normal. game for Man City. Right. Burnley is not very good. Burnley is not starting. It's like a Green Bay, no, like Chicago Washington game. Yeah, you know? okay. yeah, it's just a game. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a game. game. It's a Got game. It. Carm, do you mind if I take a second to defend uh, my skinny sandwich? Are, are you under attack? First well, of all, no, I, I just think, I don't think it needs defending. But go I, ahead. I, I don't want to be out here as a guy who's going around ordering skinny sandwiches. It's just not what I do. I take a regular sandwich. Usually. 
I don't when, think there's anything wrong with ordering a skinny sandwich. I, I think in some walks of life, maybe oh, it is. I mean, right maybe now, it's he's a disc. Skinny boy. Well, I'm just saying. I'll, I'll have a regular sandwich. Here's why I ordered the skinny in the first place. All right. I'm looking up at the board. Calorie. And they show. No. <laughs> caloric intake. Caloric intake. Believe me, right. for the amount of bread I eat, I love. I do not a, he's care. Th- he's trying to stay at a deficit here. But I'm looking up at the board, and I realize that the price between the skinny and the regular sandwich is a three dollar difference. Wow! And so I thought to myself, Oh, if it's three dollar difference, I can scoop out the bread and be okay, yeah. like no problem. Sure. And then they make the sandwich, and I'm not one of these people who's like peering over the little desk, you know, right. the yeah. little yeah. yeah place in front of you so like i say what i want on the sandwich and i just go about my day and then i I get upstairs in the office i open it up i'm like this is a half sandwich this is not a skinny because if you're doing a half sandwich charge half the price of the regular not three dollars less i thought three dollars less was a skinny sandwich with the scoop i think you're right i think quite frankly it's offensive Total that, that, ripoff. That they'd have that on the board like that. Yeah, I'm and, and, and they'd be charging you uh, only a few dollars less, but then cutting a regular sandwich in half doesn't work that I way. I have a feeling the workers knew and just did did something wrong. It's That's unac- what I'm thinking. It's unacceptable. So I just want to be out there. I'm not out there ordering well, uh, skinny sandwiches uh, all over town. I don't think it's a problem. Okay, sure listen, clear. I think it's all right. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with. Uh, listen, I eat carbs, but. I also limit my carbohydrate intake. Of course you do. I don't think it's bad to you know be cognizant of that and aware of it and say, you know what? It, I don't mind how it looks or what people think. I'll go with the skinny sandwich. It will be less bread. It'll be a little bit less carbs. And it's not the worst thing. I add bread. I always ask for bread at restaurants. I want butter, bread. I want the whole deal. Real butter. But you should get the real, bread, butter. The real butter. And it helps yeah. break down oh, yeah. the carbs, too. Real no, butter's great. None of that margarine. No, no, no. Real butter. Oh, yeah. Real butter Listen, when carb. you go out to a nice restaurant, especially steak places in Chicago, oh, you go yeah. to Cut. That oh, bread yeah. basket at Cut. Oh, it's for, great. It's great. I'm telling you. And you should not, um, in my opinion... Everybody chooses to live their life their own way. Yeah, Danny Zetterman won't touch that breadbasket. In my opinion, you shouldn't deprive yourself of that. You're not doing it all the time. You know, you're probably only going to cut a handful a of times treat. a year. It's a treat. It's a treat. If you go to Joe's, you Joe's. go to Bavette's, the hey, sourdough bread at Bavette's, mud on. It's incredible. Smith and Walensky's got a nice little bread basket too. I haven't been to Smith and Walensky's in a long time. I know time. it's been a long time. They but came the, with that crispy stuff with the cheese on it. The, oh, the bread man. basket at cut with the, the the raisin bread, the crispy yeah. raisin. Come on. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't deprive yourself of that. We shouldn't deprive of Underrated, but right the now. best bread uh, for, for a side when you're out, Cheesecake Factory. Really? I'm telling you. People will, people will agree. I did They'll not. tweet you. I, okay. Cheesecake Factory has I, great I bread. I have not heard that. Yeah. yeah, you got me on that one. Yep. I, I am the, beside myself The right homemade oh, yeah. sourdough at Bavette's is like oh, to die for. It's unbelievable. It's to dude. die for. And it's good for you. Be you have bread, eat some sourdough. It's good for you. Courtney Cronin is going to join us in an hour or so. You're a little less. She wrote with uh, some of the NFL insiders at ESPN.com about uh, how the quarterback quarterback market might shake out yeah trade offers for fields you want to hear this one let me hear it. i like where she's thinking here because she she brings up the raiders and they're just playing out fun scenarios don't take it too seriously right, folks right. you know come on yeah, everybody's just hypothesizing right it's now. just this is what these we are do. educated guesses and a raiders offer how about this scenario the let raiders offer up second and seventh round picks in this year's draft for fields champ kelly who was their interim gm the back half of 2023 was yeah. with the bears when they drafted fields 
And although Tom Telesco was hired as general manager, Kelly is still within the organization as the assistant GM. I like where she's thinking there, you know, like that would make some sense. Here's the amazing thing. Good financial sense, she writes for the Raiders, because Fields, a three-year NFL vet who's younger than rookie Aiden O'Connell, is still on his rookie contract and under team control for the next two years. He's younger than Aiden O'Connell. I hear you. How about that? Yeah. Younger than Aiden O'Connell. Makes a little sense. Would you do it for second and seventh round picks? I don't think you're getting a first, maybe. How deep is the second? Uh, is it 45th? Raiders. I think it's a 45th. Go to Tankathon. Yes, sir. I think 45th would be minute. the pick if I'm, I'm, I'm just spitballing it in my brain. Number 45, I don't think that's bad. I mean, see, Mel Kuyper. You know, they don't have the full second round yet. You can't. You, you can find but it. You, if you look at all the rounds up on the tab to the right in the middle of the thing, it'll say all rounds extended. Oh, really? It'll give you all seven rounds. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. But uh, I think Mel Kuyper kind of oh, yeah, ruined go, it. Here. Yeah. He kind of ruined it. Do you know why he ruined it? He ruined it by saying Atlanta would be willing to give up the eighth pick in the first round. It's uh, 44. Would 44. Be that other Vegas so there you pick. go. Yeah. Yeah. Would you do it for uh, 44? 44 and whatever it is in the seventh round? And then way down. Why couldn't you get a sixth? You know, that's what I'd ask. Give me you know, something Mel, a little bit when further When Mel was advanced. on with Waddle and Sylvie, he did say, he did kind of amend that a little. He walked it back. He did. He goes, look, people I've talked to in the league since I said that have said much more realistically you're talking about a second round pick. Okay. Mel did say that. He said, he said my idea was this. Right. The feedback I got was that that's not going to happen. Right. Then so I'm changing what I. Yeah. Oh, you amended it. Okay. Yeah. I'll give him a break then. Let's say hi to uh, Ray and Joliet. What up, Ray? Hey, Ray. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Um, yeah, I was interested earlier when you were talking about the uh, get-in pricing for the uh, Super Bowl. I I started a really nerdy thing this year and started tracking get-in prices for every NFL game this year. <laughs> and um, every every game in Vegas was, regardless of the opponent, and, you know, like the Raiders weren't all that great this year. Like, every game in Vegas was two or three times, like, what just about – um, the average for the league was, hmm. you know, from the numbers that I tracked. I mean, you you weren't seeing a get-in price for any regular season game in Vegas for under two hundred fifty dollars this year. Um, wow! Where you know, like the the average range that I sort of found was between about fifty and one hundred fifty dollars. So, um, I just I, f- I found that interesting as as a nerd who kind of tracks these things. I don't know, you know, I, I don't know how this Super Bowl get-in compares to others if. It's going to be the um, highest, probably. It's trending yeah, that way. I'm, I mean, I, I know, like you had said, there's there's elements to the get-in that are they're intriguing with the teams themselves. But, um, yeah, anyway, I just... It's, but that's good to know. Found, and found that, that's, that's good that you tracked that, a bigger data sample of it and said this was a recurring theme all year in Vegas. I wonder if it's a, a couple-year theme. Everything's more expensive in Vegas. People want to go. It's sort of new. They just got there. Ray, thanks, man. And uh, I think it's no surprise, especially considering the the opponents, that you know these are going to be some of the highest prices ever. And it definitely, you could very much see why it would have been even higher had the Lions gone, because like Yurko said, they've never had the opportunity to flock and see their team. Real quick here before break, Jeff in Florida says he's got the best bread, Yurko. Want to talk to Jeff? Yeah, absolutely. Right, Jeff, go ahead. Carmen, you should be really excited because you're going to get to experience that bread. Can't forget about Olive Garden bread. All right, smartass. Thank you, Jeff. He's smartass. He's not wrong. Touche, Jeff. It's true. Yeah. Touche. 
Oh, that was pretty funny. I'm still waiting for that. The, That's funny. I, I guess we've got it next week. I so. think we're going to do it next Wednesday. All right. Yeah. We're, I'm excited no. about it already. Jeff, that was well done. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. I, I just can't wait to get after those unlimited breadsticks at Olive Garden, Yurko. It, it will happen. Soon enough. The best bread basket, uh, or at least my favorite uh, in the Chicagoland area, my uh, Italian I gotta, City. Go, I, I gotta go La Dolce Vita in Plainfield, actually. Sneaky good bread basket. El Dolce Vita. La Dolce Vita. La Dolce Vita. Not Il Dolce Vita. La Dolce Vita. La Dolce Vita. Nicely done. Uh, yeah. Out in Plainfield, they got a good bread basket. Yeah. Yummy, yummy in the tummy. Yeah. Yeah. You love sourdough, don't you? I love sourdough You're bread. You're a big fan. And it's the healthiest kind. What's you the know? key bacteria in there that makes it happen in sourdough bread? I don't know. It's got a name. It's got a name, that bacteria. Do you know it? Uh, I I know that, the, the, it, it, I mean, it's Latin kind of, you know, the, the pronunciation. I don't know. It. I don't know. I just know that it lessens the sweet. And when you have it with a meal, it takes some of that sugar and it could backs it out of there. And it's healthy. Yeah, it's healthy for you. It's got to be the real sourdough. The real sourdough. Not the crap yeah. they're throwing out it, in the grocery store no. sometimes. Right, the real yeah. stuff. And uh, the sourdough, uh, sourdough, the sour mash process of uh, making whiskey uh, certainly Same here way. in america is one of the most popular ways not everybody does it there are some sweet mashes out there i think um everything wilderness trail does i believe is sweet mash uh, hard truth in indiana which i love they do a sweet mash but the most commonly and certainly historically for very obvious reasons before technology got Lacto-bacillus. so good. Lactobacillus. 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 <clears throat> You'll see most whiskeys made in the sour mash process. Yeah, that's the key to your sourdough, Carm. Yes. Lactobacillus. Before we break at the top of the hour, and you guys remind me, we'll give away auto show tickets, okay? We got a four-pack of auto show tickets. I got a trivia question. Mm-hmm. Don't let me forget, Okay. I'm not going to let you forget. All right, thanks, I buddy. will be on top of you. I'm Carmen. putting it on you. Huga. Huga. <laughs> I heard Chase uh, last night talk to the boys. Chase is on the line with us now on the south side. He wants to talk about the Bears' new offensive hires. What up, Chase? What's up, fellas? Hey. By uh, the way, did you say you, you were paying? Wait a minute. Did you say last night you were paying $50 a week to get your hair cut? Yeah. That's yeah, insane. So, That's outrageous. Yeah, $2,600 yeah, a year. Yeah, so like, okay, so the bar that I was going to at the time, you know, he was try- he did he was doing a good, he actually does a good job, but I was paying like fifty dollars. Like I would go like every Friday. You guys see me all the time. You I know. See I got a fresh cut. You always and do. That's paying, true. Yeah, so I pay like fifty dollars um, every that- Friday or Saturday, and I because I be want to go out and look good, you know. I'm oh, but Chase, good you look stuff. good. If if you go every three weeks, you're still gonna look good, Chase. And I mean, that's a lot of money to be dishing out every month for him. I know, I know, I know, I know, and that's why I, I told myself this new year I'm not doing that no more. I'm good. not gonna be going every week because it was just, it was killing my wallet. <laughs> uh, yeah. But another thing, another thing I want to tell you guys forgot about Red Lobster's biscuit. I, boy, I haven't oh, been to a red cheese lobster yeah. forever. Is with that the with cheese. the cheese in it? Yeah. yeah. No, no. It's it's like they biscuits be kind of sweet. It uh, tastes real good. All right. But, um, it, yeah, so um, I was just trying to say something. Um, I've been saying this for the longest. I always feel like with these offensive coordinators, you know, when you got a quarterback that's really good, 
it just makes your job so much easier. And I'm looking at all these hires, and I'm looking, and I'll be like, if I'm an offensive coordinator and I know I got a young quarterback that's developing, it makes my job easier. If I got a quarterback that I know they can't play and he struggles at reading defenses, it makes your job harder. Like, we a lot of times we go after all these offensive coordinators that we've had over the last decade, you know, going from John Shute to Terry Shea. Mm-hmm. And we had to look at the quarterbacks they had. Like, Terry Shute, uh, Greg Cohn had Kate McNow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Terry Shea had Chad Hudson and Jonathan Quinn. It was bad. So you, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so Mac Nagy, and I know y'all guys make fun of me, but he had Trubisky. So, of course, when you have a quarterback that can't make plays, it makes your job so much complicated. So that reiterates with Luke Getzey. You know, people, you know, make fun of Getzey and say, oh, he's an idiot and he can't call plays. He don't know what he's doing. And I'm not a Getzey fan. But do you think league circles are looking at it and saying, hey, is it the offense? I mean, is it the quarterback? Or is it all of above? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, it goes hand over fist because well, it goes at hand the same in time, hand. And I, it goes hand in hand. It, it, it goes both ways because the offensive coordinator's job is only as good as his quarterback. Here's what I really like. And, Chase, thanks, buddy. I like the way they've gone about putting this staff together. And who knows? It might backfire. We've said this before. And it could be a combination of things like Chase is talking about. Courtney's going to make this point, I know, because she talked about it with Pat, the designer, on the podcast yesterday. We'll ask her about it when she Pat joins us. Pat, the philosophizer today. Pat, the philosophizer. She changed his name today. When she joins us in about 35 minutes, Courtney will talk about it. They went outside their comfort zone a little bit. It's not just guys that have coached with Eberflus before. I like that they brought in a guy like Thomas Brown, who spent some time calling plays this year, who interviewed for other jobs around the league. He was the OC. He briefly called plays uh, for Frank Reich in... Carolina he's young he's well regarded like I like that they brought in someone like that to be another fresh voice to help coordinate their passing game I do think they made some good hires there again like we it could be same old bears yeah they could be changing it all out again in two three years I know we know how this has gone so who knows but I think the process was pretty good the way they've been hiring the coaches. Yeah. What they've I, gone about after we'll failing miserably two years ago. We'll see. It's funny how, you know, if the field's apologists, every win is unjust and every loss is Luke Getzey's things. It's kind of funny how that works. No, I remember. I, yeah. I told you. That's why I wanted him tied hand to hand. Yeah. No. The losses, it's Luke Getzey's fault. The wins, no, it's not Luke Getzey. That's all Justin. That's all him. Is that what they call him? Him? Yeah. Let's go to my guy. Uh, hold on, let's wait because we only got about a minute. So let's let's hold on. We'll take some calls coming up after the break. Trivia, real quick. You want trivia? Yeah, spit it out. I'm ready. Four pack of tickets to the auto show, McCormick Place, starting Feb 10 through the 19th. Buy your tickets now at ChicagoAutoShow.com. Here's your trivia question: What is the correct ignition time on a 1964 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a four barrel carburetor? We need the correct yeah. ignition time. Yeah, you don't want me to answer the question. Don't answer it because I know you know. I'll, 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 I'll answer it like she did. First correct caller. That's a trick question. What is the correct ignition time on a 64 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a four barrel the, carburetor? The 64 didn't come in the no, 327 no, engine. No, the 55 <laughs> didn't. The 64 uh-huh. did. Uh-huh. The 1955 
Bel Air yeah, Chevrolet did not four, come four barrel carburetor. with a 327 cubic inch four oh, barrel carburetor. But the movie. 64 yeah. did. What is the correct ignition time? If you know it and you're the first correct caller, you just scored a four pack yeah. of auto show tickets. Again, visit ChicagoAutoShow.com. We'll be back in two minutes.